Hey, we're back with our psalm a day, our psalm under half an hour. That's what I think. <laughs> I'll well, it's Perf- gonna be a ten minute psalm. Yeah, but it might yeah not. I'm gonna. I preferably want to call it just the ten minute psalm a day or whatever. But <laughs> um, let's just always aim to be under thirty minutes. <laughs> I think a lot will be like 10 to 15 minutes, but yeah, morning, 10 to 15 no is excuse. more realistic, but yes, Jump it's, in the word with us this is, this is 10 minutes. I, I intend to do it very, like I said, one of these all intentions that they're going to be 10 minutes. So that way that you have no excuse whatsoever to start your day off in the word with something, you know, in the morning before you, before you start anything. It's like, come on, guys, it's 10 minutes. You you sit in your pajamas on your couch with your coffee <laughs> procrastinating longer than that. So why don't you spend 10 minutes in the Word, and it starts your day off a lot better, um, especially with Psalms. You know, we were talking about how, you know, there's so many, there's so many intriguing things and details about Psalms, and there's a lot of history behind it and a lot of, you know, knowledge and a lot of this, you know, stuff behind it that is all very very important and that i love but i think a lot of times some of that stuff gets lost in the practical application of what psalms is and once you read it if you read it for what it is and and you look at the text it's just it's beautiful and you can learn a lot about god a lot about life a lot about how um you know how how god interacts with us how we interact with god so that's why it's uh, it's you know it's really important to start off your day with this type of uh, encouraging word uh, in Psalm two here. Well, before we get started, before I get ahead of myself, why don't we all take a minute to pray before we start? All right. Then in Psalm two here, I have. A, I'm going to go ahead and read the uh, ESV commentary on Psalm 2, which ESV is a free resource. It's ESV.org, and you can get the full ESV study Bible for free. So you can read along. Uh, you, can, you can have the text, and then you can have the study Bible portion on the other part of the screen and you can compare it side by side. So some, you know, if there's something that you don't understand, you can go to it and, and and refer to that. What's nice about the ESV resource is that it's a safe study Bible. I know I have a lot of people that are constantly questioning, you know, Hey, is this study Bible? Okay. Is this study Bible? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And a lot of times study Bibles are very, very biased um, you know, for instance, like the MacArthur Study Bible, that's going to be extremely biased. Uh, the ESV, I'm not saying that it isn't biased, but it's it's not going to lead you anywhere outside of, you know, where you need to be. Uh, and it's it's very easy to read, and it's it's just a good, safe read. So if you're kind of intimidated about reading through the Bible, you're like, man, I don't I don't want to read it because I don't know what any of this means. And you're going through. You can go through and you can look. And it's got interpretation of almost verse by verse in every single book of 
you know, context, um, interpretation, just, just a lot of interesting information. So I thought they did a really good job with Psalm 2 here. It's kind of um, just giving a, a picture of what Psalm 2 is about. So it says, God made David and his descendants kings in order to fulfill the purpose for which Abraham was called to bring blessing to all nations. At a time when Gentile kingdoms sought to throw off Israelite rule, this psalm recalls the promises made to the Davidic king at his coronation. Gentiles will find lasting joy only as subjects of this king. This psalm also looks to the future when the Davidic Messiah will rule all nations. You know, this is one of my favorite so, psalms yeah. <laughs> because we're talking about the millennial reign of Christ on earth when what isn't you know worth getting excited about over that I mean that's the most exciting thing to look forward to right when Jesus will be literally ruling from this earth and we know that the Lord is ruling currently ruling and reigning from heaven and he controls all but one day it will all completely be realized we'll have that veil listed and we know the Lord will be on, as Psalm 2 says here, his holy mountain. Um, so David had, this, is, this psalm was written by David. And David had no idea what he was writing. He really didn't. As far as he knew what he was, you know, don't take me wrong when I say that. He knew what he was writing, but he had no idea that he was writing about Jesus. He had no clue. Um, he knew the promises that were coming to him. He understood it. He loved the Lord. He sung to the Lord. He praised the Lord. But in the midst of his praise, you can see just the spirit working through him and just, I mean, just spilling out prophecy on the pages of the Bible. So we just have all these specific details about Jesus. And we can see that Psalms is one of the most referred to books in the New Testament, Jesus fulfilled so many of the Psalms. Um, I should have, one of y'all can correct me on this because I didn't prepare for this stat and I should have, but it, hey, it's our 10-minute Bible study. Leave me alone. Um, how many different Psalms Jesus actually fulfilled is just mind-blowing. And you can read it and you can see the Psalms that are still yet to be fulfilled that will be fulfilled and. That's very, very interesting. So we'll start here in two, as soon as I get to the right version, because I was just reading that out of the ESV. So now we're in two. All right. Verse one. Why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. Have you noticed, this is one in verse 3 here real quick, this whole break the chains thing. This thing has become so popular. Oh, yeah. Um, just this term. And and we, we say it unknowingly now. But here, even in, even in Scripture here, it's saying, Let's break the chains and free ourselves from slavery to God. What do you think is happening in society? Yeah. They're breaking the chains and they're freeing themselves from God. So what they perceive as 
slavery to God. So these kings of the earth prepare for battle against the Lord and against his anointed one. Who's well, we know dang one? we know dang well that his anointed one is not these it, nothing's going to come against him when his anointed one is sitting on that throne. Absolutely. That's not going to happen. So it's these this time in between the, these rulers of earth, we will these rulers of earth will constantly prepare for battle and try to fight against the Lord and a fight against fight against Christ and anything to do with them. So instead of yeah, why do the why do the nations waste their time with their feudal plans? Why do we waste our time with the nations? Cuz look what happens with the with what they do to the Lord throughout the rest of time. Until until the Lord is literally on that throne. Cuz there is nothing that's going to be coming against him in that time. And I love verse 4. It's actually terrifying. And this is probably one of the most terrifying verses in the Bible. If you just write it down and think about it. Well, that's what almost kind of cracks you up a lot of times. I think people have the idea that Psalms are just a bunch of cutesy little poems no. and, and whatever. And it's like, ah, you might want to go read them. There's a lot of cool, encouraging stuff in there. But yeah, oh, a lot of it's not like, a lot of it is just like, you know, like, the ultimate warrior, you know, like yeah. just like the most awesome, you know, movie that you've ever you seen. You got a like teenage the boy, give him some psalms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that like, along with some like Samuel and Kings yeah. and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Um, but verse four here, but the one who rules in heaven laughs. That is, that's just terrifying. I don't, if, yeah, just write that verse, circle that one, right? And just, meditate on that verse for a while because that is just it's terrifying in a good way not in a bad way there's absolutely you are sealed with that (laughs) it's uh it's a good thing for you just not for anybody else but the one who rules in heaven laughs the lord scoffs at them then in anger he rebukes them terrifying them with his fierce fury for the lord declares i have placed my chosen king on the throne in jerusalem on my holy mountain the king proclaims the lord's decree the lord said to me you are my son today i have become your father right there there's jesus Anybody ask where's Jesus in the Old Testament? Oh, Boom, he's right all there. All over it. I mean, he's all over. It. I mean, this this isn't the the first place you see it, but this is our favorite thing to do when we read through these with the kids, though. Yeah, we always the kids search for Jesus and point him out. We'll say, "Who does the Lord say that to?" The Lord never said, "You are my son today," because he's yeah. never said that. Yeah. Uh, so there's Jesus right there. You know, that's a direct reference to Christ. All right, continuing on in eight. Only ask and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. You'll break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. Now then, you kings, act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal son or he will become angry. And you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. For his anger flares up in an instant. 
Okay, so before I wrap this up here with the very last sentence, because I know all this doesn't sound like good news, right? Um, but this is, think right now, do kings of the earth serve the Lord with reverent fear? Yeah, I would have to go with no. Yeah. That's a scary thing. Yeah. Because look at verse 11. Serve the Lord. It doesn't Lord. say a king. Like there's no, one no, 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 good no. righteous. The king. The king. Be warned, you rulers of earth. And at no time, it, there's like, there's no time that this says this was done when Jesus was born. Nowhere does that say this. So this goes through the rest of time. That means Kim Jong-un. That means Donald Trump. That means Vladimir Putin. That means all of them. That's just terrifying to think of our state of the world right now and know that he who sits in the heavens laughs as we read above, but then right here it says, submit to God's royal son or he will become angry and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. We know that this is coming like a thief in the night, right? Like a just boom, quick. This is serious. It's happening. And then now look at it, the rulers, the kings of the world where we're at with that right so that sounds a little bit dark right but i love the very last sentence in this it psalms does this a lot it'll go through this whole just you know done it act wisely this is who god is and then this very last sentence but what joy for all who take refuge in him amen <laughs> like, amen that's just a perfect way to end it like Absolutely. we're we go with all that but what joy for all who take refuge in him yep. so there you go. How long was that psalm of the day? 13 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, I tried 10. Sorry, three extra minutes. Hey, you kept it under 15. I did good. keep it under 15. All you right, guys everybody. have an awesome day. Thank you. Take joy. That's awesome. Take joy.